two very different wins for the Blue Jackets this weekend. Uh, one very exciting win and one uh, good win, I think is the best way to describe it. One fun, one good. Let's talk about both of them on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, game recaps, game previews, prospect talk, mailbag questions, all of the above and more about your favorite team of mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you start, I want to thank everyone for making this your first list of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So, uh... If you haven't subscribed over there, feel free to do so. We are on our way to the next milestone, and uh, that's super exciting for me. So uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button over there. Make sure you're downloading, listening, watching, whatever it is. I appreciate you. Um, and I, for once, appreciate the Blue Jackets, who uh, have back-to-back wins for the first time in, uh, well, many, many games, I think. Um, let's just see how long it's been since they've had back-to-back wins, because I suspect it's been a minute. Um, the last time they won back-to-back games was November 15th and 17th, wins against the Philadelphia Flyers and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and then they lost a game, won a game, lost three games, won, lost three more games, and then they've won two in a row. Uh, a 3-1 win against the Calgary Flames, which we should talk about first. And then uh, last night's game, which was maybe the stupidest uh, win I've seen from these Blue Jackets in quite a while. Uh, 6-5, overtime win over the LA Kings. Uh, shout out to Kevin Fiala for scoring the game winner for the Blue Jackets. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about all that in a minute. Let's talk about the game against Calgary, which was maybe the Blue Jackets' best game of the season, frankly. Um, solid first period, clinical. Uh, up one nothing, Patrick Laine with the goal a minute in. Um, just exactly exactly what you wanted from a, a, a home period. Um, could I could it have been a little bit cleaner? Probably, but when you're looking at stats again, I would have liked fewer penalties, but it is what it is. They come out of it with a one nothing. Lead shot to 12-9, Calgary, uh, Jonas Corpsalo, fantastic in that period, I thought. And then um, for the second period, Elvis Wesleykins comes out, uh, which is worrying, surprising. Uh, Jonas Corpsalo not on the bench. Turns out he's going to miss the game. He's out for about a week, uh, apparently lower body injury. I went back and watched that first period. And I can't figure out where where he picked up the, the niggle, but... It doesn't seem like it's too serious. They're just going to let him sit for, for a little while. Um, and then after that, I was like, okay, so Corpus Allo's done. Can the Blue Jackets figure out a win? Um, and the answer is yes, actually. Uh, Eric Robinson scores in the second period to make it 2-0. Uh, again, a really, a really solid start to the period. Um, another odd man break. 
just a full breakaway. And um, I've lost count of how many times that Eric Robinson has had a breakaway and not scored that now I just don't get excited for them. Um, and he proved me wrong. Uh, so he, uh, unassisted goal, makes it 2-0. Uh, that's his third goal of the season. And the Blue Jackets are up 2-0, and it's looking pretty good. Uh, Elvis is looking solid in net. He only made six saves in that period, but hey, he only needed to make six saves. So uh, I'll take it. Michael Stone gets one uh, in the third period with about two and a half minutes left. And it's uh, looking a little bit dicey. Um, I was like, man, now do we need to watch the Blue Jackets try to score on an empty net? Um, and the answer is yes, we do. But Sean Crowley scores uh, his seventh of the season uh, with 25 seconds left to put the game away. The Blue Jackets win 3-1. Like I said, maybe their best game of the season. Um, still maybe a couple more penalties than I would like. Uh, the Blue Jackets took three, four six minor penalties in that game, but um, the Calgary Flames took seven. So uh, I will take less penalties than the other team is, I feel like, a start for um, for that kind of play. Uh, Elvis Mazikens, fantastic. Uh, one goal on 20 shots. Um, again, Copasalo, also great. Uh, real team effort. Um Great to see Patrick Liner, who continues to just kind of score at will, really. Um, he's looking really good. Um, and someone we're going to talk about in in the second segment as well. Um, Jack Rosovic has been very good these past couple of games. Um, so I think I need to make a formal apology for saying that he has been brutal and bad and everything. Um, he and Patrick Liner have got some chemistry cooking. Um, they are they are really kind of flying out there together, which is great to see. Um, and we're going to talk about that in, in the next segment because Jack Rosovic had a four-point night against the LA Kings. And uh, we just talk about that because there's a couple of, of fun stats happening there. Um, but overall, I really liked that game. I uh, I thought, yeah, definitely things things to improve on, but I liked it a lot. Um, face-offs could have been a little bit better. Obviously, I'd like to have seen the power play get a goal or two if they had seven opportunities. Um, shots were, were pretty close. Um, ice time was... Uh, pretty even. Um, everyone seems to be about where they are. Again, I would like to see that Marchenko, Johnson, Sillinger line get more ice time, especially after um, last night's game. However, something uh, something interesting about uh, Sillinger's game is uh, he's getting quite a bit of penalty kill time, which I don't believe he was getting before. Um, I'm not sure why that is. I don't think any of the penalty killers have been uh, out I mean, obviously, you know, I think maybe he picked up some penalty kill time in the game against the Sabres where Sean Crowley decided to spend like eight minutes of the first period in the box or whatever. Um, so whether they they just decided to throw him out there because they needed a body, um, but he, he's he been holding his own, I think, um, in the penalty kill. Really good to see. And uh, hopefully last night's game, I thought he was really good and hopefully he can kind of build on that. Um, but we're going to talk about last night's game in just a minute but first i've got to tell you about simply safe because here at low option podcast network we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest especially over the holidays this season give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system simply safe right now simply safe is offering our listeners 40 percent off a new security system but uh, don't put it off because the deal is not going to last forever um home security is really important i know uh 
uh, one of my colleagues here at the Lockdown Podcast Network, he had a couple of packages stolen over the weekend. And luckily, he had a home security system with a camera in the doorbell. So he has been able to figure out who stole them and what happened. And uh, that's really neat. Uh, Simply Safe has a bunch of really cool features. And they've got 24-7 professional monitoring agents who use Fast Protect technology, which is exclusively exclusive to Simply Safe. Uh, so they can capture evidence, they can verify the threat is real, um, you can get higher priority police response. So they can tell whether, you know, someone's actually breaking in or whether it's just, you know, your cat wandering across the room while uh, while you're not there. They've got sensors for every room, window, and door. They've got HD security cameras for inside and outside the home. And they've got hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, uh, other threats to your home. And uh, they were named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for the third year in a row. So don't miss your chance to save big on Simply Safe. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Speaking of safe, uh, at no point during last night's game did I feel safe about what was happening or what was going to happen next. Uh, the Blue Jackets win five, uh, six to five in overtime against the LA Kings after a game where lots happened. Lots happened. Um, Kirill Machenko opened the scoring. First NHL goal. You love to see it. Beautiful pass from Kent Johnson, who uh, I believe is now tied for sixth in rookie scoring at one point behind fifth place. So he continues to impress um, that whole line, honestly, like that Sillinger, Marchenko, Johnson line, I thought was phenomenal in this game. Um, Boone Jenner scores his 10th of the season, leading the team. Uh, Rostovic gets his, uh, I think that's assists in five out of the last six games for Jack Rostovic, which is really great to see. He's kind of slowly turning his, uh, turning his game around. If he can get going, then that's really good news for the Blue Jackets. Uh, power play goal for Boone Jenner uh, makes it 2 nothing for the Blue Jackets. Again, Really solid first period. Um, I think the Kings came out medium strong, and the Blue Jackets kind of did okay. Um, and then, of course, Andre Kopitar scores, Blake Lazard scores, erases that 2 nothing lead. Um, luckily, Patrick Line stays hot, uh, scores his eighth of the season in uh, the, his 14th game, which, um, as I tweeted out, if he plays every game left in the season he'll play 69 games which is very nice um but he will be on he's on pace for 37 goals which that's that's the goals that we need from Patrick Lyon A so great to see him continue to score um makes it 3-2 unfortunately Jarrett Anderson Dolan scores on just a wicked shot beautiful pass from Sean Dersey uh, and just a shot why is it passed Elvis Mozikins makes it 3-3 um and then after that, that's that's kind of where the, the fun slash chaos starts. Uh, Jack Rostovic scores his second of the season, uh, his first in 18 games, shorthanded. Uh, again, brilliant pass from Robinson. Jack Rostovic knows exactly where to be, uh, puts that in the net, and then scores another power play a minute and a half later. So scores a shorthanded goal, 90 seconds pass, 91 seconds technically, scores a power play goal, um, two-point night, for Gaudreau up to this point, uh, 2.8 for Line A. Jack Rosovic's up to four points on the night. Uh, just incredible work from Jack Rosovic for this game. Um, he went from having, I believe, nine points 
or uh, yeah, nine points, 10 points on the season to having 14 points on the season, which bumps him all the way up to like fourth in team scoring in one game. So like I said, if he can get hot and stay hot, like that's really good news for the Blue Jackets. Um, he did this last season. He kind of was was lost for a lot of the season. And then near the end of the season, he really kind of picked it up, turned it on. In the last like 20 games or so, I thought he was great. So hopefully he's doing that again, just a little bit earlier. Um he and Line A uh, are really kind of cooking up some chemistry there, which is really great to see. And uh, I don't, I disagreed with splitting um, Gaudreau and Line A up for the most part. Um, and I want to talk about that in a little bit um, after after we finish talking about the game. But that Line A Rostovic um, Chinikov line is is doing really well. Chinikov I thought was really dangerous. Um, he didn't get on the scoreboard. But I thought he had a, a really kind of quietly solid game, um, had lots of ice time, um, had, I believe, three or four shots on goal, um, two shots on goal, uh, 17 minutes of ice time. Um, yeah, he just, I don't know, he he continues to impress me. Um, so hopefully that line continues to stay hot. Uh, and it's 5-3, Blue Jackets heading into the third period um, within... Five and a half minutes. Andrik Opadar has scored again. Andrik Adrian Kempe has scored uh, his 100th career goal because, again, the Blue Jackets love to give milestones away. Makes it 5-5. And then the rest of the period is just extremely stressful and also extremely nothing happening. Um, overtime. For the first time in a while. I feel like it's been a minute since the Blue Jackets have been in an overtime game. It's only their fourth, fifth overtime of the season. And uh, who else? Johnny Gaudreau. Uh, who didn't like that Bujeda took the the team scoring lead off him? Uh, great work from Line. A. That goal was all Line. A, frankly, um, there was a, a really great uh, quote on Twitter, I think, from Je- uh, Jeff Savoda, who said that Line a said it was a D minus uh, finish from him in terms of scoring a goal. But I prob- I honestly would give that an A plus assist. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is going to get credit for the goal. It goes off his glove. Um, which is why there was a, a pretty long review afterwards. Um, the streamers came down, everyone left. They started to review it, which I thought was rude that they ruined the celebration like that. But um, the goal went off Goudreau's glove. And then in trying to stop the puck going in, um, Kevin Fiala actually just scored in his own net. So we'll take it. Goudreau will take it. Um Kevin Fiala might be murdered in his sleep by Jonathan Quick for that goal, but uh, from a Blue Jackets point of view, it was fun. It was a really fun game. Do I think it was a perfect game? No, I think there was a lot of um, a lot to be improved on. I think the defense got a little bit suspicious. Um, the penalty kill, the penalties, I thought were much better. Only two penalties, um, and I thought one of those was really borderline. Um, the Andrew Peak penalty, yeah, that's a penalty every day. I thought Marchenko. Um, got done a little bit on that call, but no matter, um, the Blue Jackets managed to kill both of their penalties, and they scored two. They scored on two of their three power plays. So special teams, two thumbs up. Um, goaltending was really good in Calgary. I thought needed some work. Um, Thirty-three of thirty-eight saves for Mazlikins. Um, you'd want that a little better, frankly, um, but it is what it is. Uh, and sometimes you're gonna have games like that, you know, where you allow five goals but score six. Um, something uh, interesting, though, 
Um, Andrew Peak only played 14 minutes in that game. Um, we're going to talk about ice time in a minute, actually, because the forwards are doing something weird that I want to talk about. But uh, Andrew Peak had the second lowest ice time in the game. Uh, Erica Branson led the way uh, because that's what he does now, I guess. Uh, Gavrikov was about a minute behind him. And then uh, the kids, Bjork and Bernie, had uh, about 21 and a half minutes each. Andrew Peake only played 14, 19, and then Jake Christensen, um, who really seems to be getting the the rough end of the stick here, is uh, sitting at 9, 27. Um, I wonder if Christensen sits for Beirut the next game, honestly. Um, but that uh, I don't think he should. I think he's worlds better than than uh, Beirut, but I wonder. Um, so in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, ice time because the forwards are uh, doing something funky. So we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you about Bet Online uh, because it's your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and if you're listening to a lot from Blue Jackets, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you love sports podcasts. You can find those Bet Online as well. We are the fastest and easiest way to get your basic fix. Uh, so if you want to put some money on the World Cup final, which is happening this weekend, you can do that at Online. If you want to put some money on the Blue Jackets extending their win streak to three in a row, uh, which seems like a big ask considering they're heading to Florida uh, today, then you can do that at BetOnline.net as well. All you have to do is head to the website on your laptop or mobile device to learn more because BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's talk ice time for the forwards. Um, I feel like I, this is a drum that I've been banging for a, a minute now, but and this is partially why I didn't necessarily want Gaudreau and Line A to be split up because the thing is they both need about ten minutes of ice, about twenty minutes of ice time each, um, and that's what they got last night. Johnny Gaudreau played two to uh, two and a half, twenty and a half minutes. Patrick Line played nineteen and a half minutes, um, and then you look at the rest of the guys that played on those lines: Nyquist, nineteen minutes. Uh, Jenna, 2047, leading all forwards. Uh, Chinikov, 17. Uh, Rosovic, 1934. So your top two lines are getting essentially 40 minutes of ice time. And that leaves 20 minutes to split between your next two lines. Um, and so that means that that line of Marchenko, Selinger, and Johnson, which for my money has was one of the better lines last night, uh, they got 11 minutes-ish. Cole, Cole Sillinger got 11.34, um, Marchenko got 11.08, Johnson got 11.16. Um, and 16 seconds of power play time for um, Johnson, 11 seconds for Marchenko. Like, I understand that there wasn't a ton of penalty time, and that when they did get penalty time, um, they scored basically immediately. I think there was like six seconds into the first penalty and maybe 30 seconds into the second penalty. Um, so it, uh, frustrating, frustrating way to play the game, because if you're going to keep lining Gaudreau split up, then that means that your second, your third and fourth lines are automatically going to get less ice time. Um, and also like, it, it's good to see Corrali, Olivier, and Eric Robinson get their ice time tempered a little bit because I think they've been much more effective um, when they have been 
the less ice time they get, the more effective they are, I feel like. And so if you're playing them 16 minutes a night, it's not going to work. So I'm not unopposed to them getting, you know, 8 to 10 minutes a night. Um, Eric Robinson had the lowest ice time, 9.28. Like, I'm fine with that, um, you know. Uh, and Eric Robinson had a had a, a perfectly fine game. I think Crowley and uh, Olivier had okay games. Like, they weren't terrible, but the fact that it's it's kind of grating on me that that third line, which honestly should be getting maybe 14 and above minutes a game. Um, but if you're going to keep Gaudreau and Lionel split up, like this is just what the ice time is going to look like. It just is. Um, which, again, frustrating to me. Um, I don't disagree with them being split up in principle. Um, I think that top line is working pretty well. Um, Gaudreau... Obviously, 3.9 last night. Line A also a 3.9 last night, both on separate lines. Um, line A and Roslovic are clicking. Um, I think Gaudreau and Jenna have really clicked, which is fun to see. Um, Nyquist doing well on that top line. Uh, Chilikov also doing well in his top six role. But at the expense of playing the kids, I think that's that's kind of the... That's what, that's the deal you're going to have to make, is do you play Gaudreau for 20 minutes a night, Line A for 20 minutes a night, and then everyone else... For 20 minutes a night like but it is what it is um part of that is penalties i think um probably it will even out a little bit i understand you know as and as well i understand you know Gaudreau was clearly hot last night two assists in regulation um line a a goal and an assist in regulation rostovic four points in regulation like you want to ride the hot players um if they're going to do that at the expense of the fourth line, then I'm fine with that. But if you're going to do that at the expense of the kids, um, I don't know. That's where it kind of it doesn't it doesn't gel right with me. Um, but like I said, it's only one game. Um, we'll see what happens next game. Um, the Blue Jackets, I believe, have a couple days off now, so they are playing um, Florida on tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, Tuesday they're playing Florida. Um, who ju- who came into Columbus's barn and bottled it last time? So we'll see if they're any better at home. Um, but still, that's a, a tough. It's a tough swing going into Florida, I think. Um, and then the next game, I presume, is uh, Tampa Bay, which should be even tougher. Even though Tampa Bay's looked pretty mortal uh, this season, um, yeah. So Florida on Tuesday, Tampa Bay on Thursday, and then on Saturday they get to play the Boston Bruins for the first time this season. So I'm sure that'll be fun and not at all traumatic. But uh, pretty pretty big week coming up for um, for the Blue Jackets. That's three good teams to play against, and let's see if they can. Honestly, this week, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in um, tomorrow's episode. If the Blue Jackets can come out of this week with three or four points. I will be more than happy with that if they can if they can get you know maybe a win and an overtime loss or a win and two overtime losses or three overtime losses or just any combination of three to four points I think I'm going to be pretty happy with how this weekend goes for the Blue Jackets um, and we're going to talk about the Panthers tomorrow um, as we preview the game see how their season is going uh, we'll we'll take a look at the last game that they played, see what the Blue Jackets need to do to recreate that, see what the Panthers need to do to stop that from happening again. That's all coming up on tomorrow's episode. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. 
gmail.com. Um, we're going to do a mailbag uh, later on this week, probably Wednesday. So if you have questions for that, you can send those in uh, to the email address. You can comment on this YouTube video. You can at me on Twitter, at the podcast on Twitter, however you want to get questions in. Send a carrier pigeon. I don't know. However you want to get the questions in, it's fine with me. But send your questions in um, because the Blue Jackets are fun at the minute, which is not something that I think will last for very long. So we might as well enjoy it while we can. Tomorrow, previewing the Panthers game. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Make your second listen of the day, Locked On Sports Today. They've got the biggest stories. They've got hottest takes. You can find Locked On Sports Today wherever you get Locked On Blue Jackets. And uh, it's, a, it's a really great listen. I, uh, I catch it as many days as I can, and it always catches me up with other sports because I really struggle to pay attention to sports that aren't hockey. So check out Locked On Sports Today. Um, after you're finished listening to this and until tomorrow make sure you stay locked on